Hello and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I have Tim here with me today. Tim Colson. How are you doing, Tim Colson? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Excellent. So good to see you. Thank you. Good to oh, be here. Excellent. We'll get we're our little quarterly get together here. Yes. And uh, you've been busy. You've been very busy lately. Yeah, we've been doing some uh, integration of uh, a support site with Salesforce. So our our first integration was with cases. Uh-huh. So Salesforce uh, has uh, case objects that uh, employees for this particular company use to manage cases on the back end, and then we uh, display those through a support site through a public support site so that customers can log in and see the status of any of their ongoing cases that have, they have going on or view a closed case to understand what the resolution was. So nice. for this integration, we uh, are integrating with the knowledge base content okay. inside of Salesforce. So basically on the Salesforce side, they uh, customize the knowledge base to have a particular version of that knowledge base that's specific for this company that has various attributes that this company cared about. Mm-hmm. And then on the support site, we are consuming uh, that content. Okay. So what was uh, interesting is uh, normally, um, you know, we hook into an index like a, with a product like Solar that indexes content and uh-huh. we interface with that uh, index well with Salesforce. You know, they don't really open up, uh, give you immediate access to that index. So all of our search capability to be able to search knowledge-based content. So a customer logs in, they have uh, questions around a certain product. Uh They can either type in a keyword search or they can specify, click on a product, and we'll go pull content uh, from knowledge-based based upon that product. Uh, so our inter- integration with Salesforce in this case, in our earlier um, integration, we went through an enterprise service bus. In this case, we're actually going directly against Salesforce using uh, their APIs. Nice. So for uh, search capability, you use a language called Social, S-O-S-L, mm-hmm. uh, versus um Another language inside of um, query language inside of Salesforce is SOQL, which is S-O-Q-L, so query language. So this is a search language. So it has a little bit different syntax, um, but it seems to be so far very powerful. Um, so it's just interesting learning, you know, all the, the ins and outs of how do I, you know, get the most out of the Salesforce search through mm-hmm. a uh, rest interface so. so are you so let me get this straight so the your what are you using again what's the front end technology the front end is dot uh, net technology okay. and so and then um so you're using that for the ui and all that good stuff all right so we're using dot net and all the you know the modern plugins okay yeah uh, to dot net you know and uh, css boot bootstrap and other things to so provide so it's a responsive right, site provide, that's... provides some of the responsive and okay. also some other plugins to provide some other features on the site, you know, like breaking news, scrollable type content, things like that. Nice. Um, so and then, then, yeah, so in this case, um, you know, from the .NET side, we're making, uh, you know, REST calls into, uh, into, in this case, it's actually a custom 
custom REST interface that we created because we not only did we want to get results back, we also wanted to have like facet values. So certain mm -hmm. values like product names, um, types of forms, other things that are proprietary or specific to this industry, we wanted to be able, customers to be able to drill in to their search results based upon these different facets. So not only is this service retrieving the content using this social language, so we're actually building this social query on the fly based upon whatever text they input or whatever products or other facets they select, we're building this social query on the fly, we get back the results and then part of the result set, we actually do counts of the content okay. to, so we can provide various facet values on the left that will allow them to further drill into this content. Very nice, very nice. And then you were mentioning with the search, so they, who is, what's, uh, what's indexing that content? Is that something that you're using from Salesforce? as far as the search is or is the search uh, something that you you're, you've built or what is it? No, so this, the search is it's part of the, the Salesforce cloud platform okay. now. What I've been told is behind the scenes, uh, Salesforce also uses Solar. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. Um, and for us, it really doesn't matter because we're ex uh, accessing all the content through through the API through the social language. So, and Solar is a, is an op is like an open source search engine or something along the lines, something like that. Yeah, it's, okay. I, I don't know if it's open source. I, it, it's I think a popular it's search a, engine, right? It, yeah. It's a pretty popular one. It was one that this, in fact, this customer was already using okay. to crawl their uh, content. So, um, so one of the challenges with with our search results is we really have two sources of search content or knowledge based content. We actually have help files which are still indexed by Solar mm -hmm. and then we have Salesforce content. And because they're kind of like two separate um, engines, search engines, there's really no common factor between the two result sets to, to be able to merge those in any kind of meaningful way. So right now we're just alternating our responses between a knowledge based content and help content okay. until you know one or the other runs out but um, okay. you know in the future as we you know learn more we may find there's a, a better way to to integrate the two results but for now we're just uh, kind of interweaving those together gotcha gotcha so this is this is you're working on an upcoming release of the site, I imagine, something in the next couple months or so, or yeah, we've got we've got different. Um, so so this we've actually gone live with, and now we're making some some changes as we've learned more and seen customers interact with it. We're making further refinements to the to the knowledge base search. So that's kind of what we're working on now. We've actually got some future releases where. Uh, we'll be integrating with some other back-end systems and this time we'll probably be going through the enterprise service bus to uh, actually retrieve customer or sales representative information so when a customer wants to identify who do I talk to mm -hmm. about to get further information about a certain product uh, this will be a new system that will a new new functionality that we'll add that will allow the customer to go through a wizard and if they already have an account, they can specify their account number and we'll pull the appropriate information. Otherwise, we'll take them through a series of questions that will 
help identify you know what particular type of company they are how big their company is where are they located mm-hmm. and using all that criteria we'll make a call to this enterprise service bus which will uh, reach out to several back-end systems and determine you know from based on that information who is this person's uh, sales representative and then we'll give the customer an option they can either call the mm-hmm. sales rep based upon the information returned or we'll allow them to click a button and enter in some minimal information and, and actually have the uh, sales representative contact them. So from that perspective, we'll be creating a lead mm-hmm. inside of Salesforce, with just some further integration with Salesforce. Is there any online chat or anything like that? That's they do have time? online chat. Um, mm-hmm. I, we haven't worked on that piece. That, that, that was a piece that already existed. So. Okay. I'm not really familiar too much with with what technologies or what co- company they're using for that, but they do have that capability. So after these integrating with a knowledge base and uh, what is there something uh, is that sort of the end of the next version and moving on to new things after that or what? Yeah, we've they? got some other things coming up. We're going to um, enhance the customer's ability to uh, make various types of payments. To their account, so we'll uh-huh. give them more flexible payment arrangements. Nice. Um, so that's coming up in a in a future release as well. So just trying to uh, give the customer as much capability as they can online. I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, it helps the customer. Uh, you know, most people don't want to have to call a company and deal with a person if they can do it online. So that's <coughs> self service is always good. Yeah. Exactly, and, and yeah. for the company, obviously, yeah. Yeah. fewer calls means yeah. you know fewer. Uh, people necessary to support it, which is also a, a, a benefit for the company. So, absolutely. Well, cool. I appreciate you doing this little update. It sounds like you're a little hungry. Your tummy's been growling <laughs> over this whole podcast. I think people that's, I think that's the thunder outside. Oh, so. yeah, that why that's what it is. So, if you're listening in, sorry, we had a little uh, action going on outside with uh, a thunderstorm. So, you probably heard that every once in a while. It's not Tim's stomach. It's not my stomach, but uh, yeah, a little rain coming down in Georgia today. So, well, I appreciate you doing this. Sounds like you're doing great work on the project. Thanks for all your hard work there. All right. Thank you, Danny. Awesome. Thanks so much, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.